Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Judges 3. Idolatry leads to servitude. Now these are the nations which the Lord left to test Israel by them, that is, All who had not experienced any of the wars of Canaan, only in order that the generations of the sons of Israel might be taught war, those who had not experienced it formerly. These nations are the five lords of the Philistines and all the Canaanites, and the Sidonians and the Hivites who live in Mount Lebanon, from Mount Baal Hermon as far as Lebo Hamath. They were for testing Israel to find out if they would obey the commandments of the Lord, which he had commanded their fathers through Moses. The sons of Israel lived among the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. And they took their daughters for themselves as wives and gave their own daughters to their sons and served their gods. The sons of Israel did what was evil in the sight of the Lord and forgot the Lord their God and served the Baals and the Asherah. Then the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, so that he sold them into the hands of the Cushan Rishathaim, king of Mesopotamia. And the sons of Israel served Cushan Rishathaim eight years. The first judge delivers Israel. When the sons of Israel cried to the Lord, the Lord raised up a deliverer for the sons of Israel to deliver them, Othniel, the son of Kenaz, Caleb's younger brother. The Spirit of the Lord came upon him, and he judged Israel when he went out to war. The Lord gave Cushan Rishathaim, king of Mesopotamia, into his hand, so that he prevailed over Cushan Rishathaim. Then the Lord had rest forty years. And Othniel, the son of Kenaz, died. 
Now the sons of Israel again did evil on the side of the Lord. So the Lord strengthened Eglon, the king of Moab, against Israel, because they had done evil on the side of the Lord. And he gathered to himself the sons of Ammon and Amalek, and he went and defeated Israel, and they possessed the city of the palm trees. The sons of Israel served Eglon, the king of Moab, eighteen years. Ehud delivers from Moab. But when the sons of Israel cried to the Lord, the Lord raised up a deliverer for them, Ehud, the son of Gera, the Benjamite, a left-handed man. And the sons of Israel sent tribute by him to Eglon, the king of Moab. Ehud made himself a sword which had two edges, a cubit in length, and he bound it on his right thigh under his cloak. He presented the tribute to Eglon, king of Moab. Now Eglon was a very fat man. It came about when he had finished presenting the tribute that he sent away the people who had carried the tribute. But he himself turned back from the idols which were at Il Gilgal and said, I have a secret message for you, O king. And he said, Keep silence. And all who attended him left him. Ehud came to him while he was sitting alone in his cool roof chamber. And Ehud said, I have a message from God for you. And he arose from his seat. Ehud stretched out his left hand, took the sword from his right thigh, and thrust it into his belly. The handle also went in after the blade, and the fat closed over the blade, for he did not draw the sword out of his belly. And the refuse came out. Then Ehud went out into the vestibule and shut the doors of the roof chamber behind him and locked them. When he had gone out, his servants came and looked, and behold, the doors of the roof chamber were locked. And they said, he is only relieving himself in the cool room. They waited until they became anxious, but behold, he did not open the doors of the roof chamber. Therefore they took the key and opened them, and behold, their master had fallen to the floor dead. Now Ehud escaped while they were delaying, and he passed by the idols and escaped to Sarah. It came about when he had arrived that he blew the trumpet in the hill country of Ephraim. And the sons of Israel went down with him from the hill country, and he was in front of them. He said to them, Pursue them, for the Lord has given your enemies, the Moabites, into your hands. So they went down after him and seized the fords of the Jordan opposite Moab, and did not allow anyone to cross. They struck down at that time about 10,000 Moabites, all robust and valiant men, and no one escaped. So Moab was subdued that day under the hand of Israel, and the land was undisturbed for 80 years. Shamgar delivers from Philistines. After him came Shamgar, the son of Anath, who struck down 600 Philistines within Oxgode, and he also saved Israel. Um, God said to Joshua when they were crossing over the Jordan and going into the promised land, he said, I'm going to deliver all your enemies to you, but I'm going to do it little by little. And a lot of people either miss that or they just kind of just ignore it. They assume that when God said he's going to deliver, he can deliver everything at once. He doesn't need to separate it out or, or to take it in stages. God could deliver everything everything and completely redeem fully in a single just breath but he chooses to stage things out he chooses to do it little by little through a process and I know for some that seems frustrating 
but it's um, it's actually really good for us. You know, um, I heard about this years ago that in Arizona, they have, in the desert, they've got this big biosphere. Um, they've got this place where they've got a lot of um, plants and things inside this big biosphere. And they have, they're growing a bunch of different types of plants inside this biosphere to study them, you know, all the botanists looking at different things that help the plants to grow and, and all that. But they had some trees that would grow and then just out of nowhere, they would self prune, meaning their branches would just fall off. They couldn't figure out why these trees were growing and they're growing tall and they're growing just fine, but they couldn't keep branches. So they're all very skinny because as the branches started to get bigger, they would just fall off just by the weight of the branch. And then finally someone figured out it's because there's an absence of wind. The wind, as a tree is growing, the wind helps the tree to gain strength to be able to hold the branches and its weight. So the wind, as it tosses the tree back and forth, actually it will break down those fibers in the branches and in the the bark around the branches and help it to grow back stronger, kind of like we tear down and build muscle. So that's the same idea as God saying, I'm going to deliver your enemies to you little by little. Or he delivered all the enemies, but he left some to be a thorn in the side, really. Some of that was because of their behavior and it was in response to their behavior because they were not being obedient. But some of them were because um, it was, he said it was to help them to remember and to to know about war, to understand war and what that's about. So um, in our lives as overcoming Christians, when we decide to follow Jesus, some of us think that as a Jesus follower, our life is just going to be just void of any problems. It's going to be just easy sailing. And that is absolutely not the case at all. In fact, you know, Paul talks about it in Corinthians. He says that that um, they know our troubles. They know of the problems that we faced. So he became a follower of Jesus Christ on the road to Damascus. And his life almost seemingly got harder. And for some people, that's a reason why they don't want to follow Jesus. But that's a reason why you should. Because in those trials, in the, the um, times that there's trouble, we grow, we persevere, we become better people, and we know how to overcome the next thing that comes along. Because we just grew as we went through the last thing that came along. And so life would not, I mean, we wouldn't be able to take trouble. We wouldn't be able to emotionally handle any, any kind of a um, circumstance, a negative circumstance that came our way if we did not face trouble. So God, thank you so much that it's not you testing us by any means, but it is you and your knowledge and your 
your um, complete sovereignty in allowing us to be tested, in allowing us to go through problems. Because you know that as we face these troubles, we grow. We become more like you. And we're so thankful for that. Father, do not let the troubles stop until I've grown to be exactly the man that you made me to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.